You can find more information, photos and advice sheets on all the plants and recipes that we talk about in this podcast by heading to the links in the show notes or on our website at sarahraven.com. We've been having a really cold spell and I was just thinking it might be helpful for everybody for me to list the things that Josie and I think about here when we see on the forecast that we've got several nights of frost. So the first thing is really to bear in mind the things that aren't frost hardy and bring them in. And that might even mean bringing them into your kitchen. I remember one year when I was about to go off on an away day and we'd already loaded the van with lots of dahlias, tubers, and then we had this massive freeze And so I literally had to unload the whole of the van and bring it all into the kitchen so that otherwise those tubers would have turned to mush, just like potatoes. If they're frosted, they turn to mush. And so just bear those sorts of things in mind. So dahlias, bring them in if they're still in tuber form. Don't leave them in your shed if it's really cold. And then, I don't know, I mean, things like sparmanias we grow here, which are semi-tender shrubs bring them in, you know, put them in, even if it's like in an open-sided barn, there at least they'll have two or three degrees of frost protection. Bring them nearer the house. So, you know, your central heating will hopefully, if you're well insulated, not be leaking out through your windows, etc. But just in the protection of the walls of the house will make a little bit of difference. So I would say those are, are both things worth remembering. Mulching, mulching, mulching. Mulching is really good. If you put the mulch on in the autumn before the first hard frost and then push it away in the spring after the last hard frost in sort of April, what you do is you seal some of the warmth and moisture into the soil and it doesn't allow the roots to be exposed to the worst of the the cold and the frost. So mulching, mulching, mulching. It's true with all sort of weather gardening really. And then there are obvious things like if you just can't move a huge whopper pot that's got a few perhaps, I don't know, heliotropes or scented leaf pelagoniums in them, either you've got to dig them up and bring them in or just wrap them. So wrap them in bubble wrap, you know, recycled bubble wrap might not look pretty, but it'll it'll protect them or some fleece um, or, you know, literally anything you can find, even plastic will protect them to a degree. And I mean, in in America, they have this stuff called burlap, which is sort of hessian, but that's a good thing. And wrap your pots with that too, because if the frost thaw gets into beautiful, elaborate sort of Cretan pots, they will start to crack and they'll lose all their lovely detailing. And then after long periods of frost, you've got to check that your containers haven't completely dried out and then water them, particularly of things that are perennial in your pots in the morning in the cold spells. So the plants have the whole day to take up the water before the temperatures drop off again. Finally, what I'd say is don't cut your garden back too early. This is something that Arthur and I talk a lot about because we love tender perennials. So whether it be your salvias or your pelagoniums or your rebecchias or whatever it is, leave them frosted, looking quite ugly with the brown sort of straw top that has been frost burnt in previous cold snaps, leave it where it is until you are sure that the frosts or the really hard frosts are over in this part of the world in April and only then cut them back. And then you'll find that these tender perennials really do become 
hardy perennials, and you can grow them out in your garden without any fuss and bother. But don't think the winter's over until it is. Finally, I suppose, keep an eye on the weather forecast. So, you know, if frost is forecast, act before in the evening, even if you're tired and you've had a glass of wine, rather than regretting not doing it in the morning. I wish I'd done that and I wish I'd bought in my lemon tree or my whatever it is, my olive. You can find more information, photos and advice sheets on all the plants and recipes that we talk about in this podcast by heading to the links in the show notes or on our website at sarahraven.com.